"'Twas the first day of the Christmas schedule, and all the crowd was quiet. For those that remained, little desire to riot. Most had left to get the tram, some of the remaining few suggesting hiring Fat Sam. City had once more not scored, pressure ramped up on the dapper bald fraud. The outlook was bleak, the manager furiously scratching his cheek. A sleepless night lay ahead for the Catalan. No third title, no pressing, no plan. To make matters worse, no dark fruits at the bar. Pep playing Edison right wing, utterly bizarre. VAR checks a Manchester City. Name a more iconic geo, asked Gary Neville. Like me, it ain't pretty. 3,000 away tickets for the Carabao Cup. Fair to say, the club had once more fucked up. Pep shuffled off into the night as Castle tweeted he lacked the will to fight. It was dark and all was still. Pep was tense and struggling to chill. Downstairs he sipped his fruit-based drink to escape his woes, find a place to think. And then out of nowhere a flash of smoke, the air so thick it made him choke. Before him a pale figure dressed in white, not Isco or Jose busting for a fight, for this was the ghost of Christmas past, humble and polite. Who are you? asked Pep, readjusting his sight. I'm the ghost of Christmas past, many say I'm humble and polite. And why are you here? said Pep, scratching his head. To show you where you went wrong, why your title charge is dead. The ghost farted, a vile smell let out. Sorry about that, I blame that last Brussels sprout. He poured himself a Manchester-based mixed fruit drink. Their glasses they did chink. What a beautiful, refreshing cordial drink, said the ghost, displaying a purple smile towards his confused host. You're flying low, why are you here? asked Pep, rubbing his eyes. To show you the error of your ways, said the ghost, doing up his flies. Where's the ghost of Christmas present? asked Pep, ignoring the pong. We ain't got time, this poem has dragged on too long. But if he was here, he'd show you the league table, point out that the team is unstable, remind you that Mikel has just jumped ship, run through how the team's form has hit something of a dip. Pep pulled up a chair and weakly smiled. The ghostly intruder had him riled. Mikel was holding us back, truth be told. His refusal to smile left us all feeling cold. But what can you tell me about the past? 198 points, it's been a blast. Ah, well, you see, said the ghost. There's little to say, a few words at most. So why are you here? asked Pep, struggling to think. I was doing the rounds and needed a drink. And what a lovely drink it was too. I've heard you can drink it hot, perfect cure for man flu. And with that advice he disappeared. Pep's view momentarily cleared. But then before him appeared another ghost, a rounder-faced beard munching on some toast. Hello there, your neighbour's left me some food. We still need to eat to keep us in a good mood. Let me guess the ghost of Christmas future, asked the Catalan. Correct, sir, full to the brim with toast crumpets and a fattening cheese flan. Add it with some chips, it's going to go straight to my hips. And why are you here? I really need to sleep. To solve all your problems so your job you can keep. Because there is one thing that you must know about the reason that Jürgen's teeth do glow. You see, it's the secret to his power. It's the glow that makes the opposition cower. A blend of herbs and spices that diverts any talk of crisis. Plus lashings of Colgate does a great team create. But without the glow, you will see opponents attack with glee. Two cups of coffee and a glass of red wine and watch his team, team fail to shine. Such drinks are his kryptonite, like Samson's short hair or Pellegrini in bright light. Dull his teeth and the team unravels. Great strife will follow, most notably on their travels. 
If you can throw in a few pints of beer, all the better. Rumour is, it's a notorious bed wetter. And no one wants their manager smelling of pee. They'll tumble down the table. You'll see. And with that, the ghost from the future was gone. For more toast, crumpets and the occasional scone. Pep returned to bed, his head a-spinning. With hope in his heart that soon he'd once more be winning. He'd never walk alone when his team did play. Hashtag YNWA. And so soon Liverpool came to the Etihad. Full of swagger, making City look so, so bad. Two penalties, one offside and a bit more VAR. City stood no chance. Defeat inevitable. Start the car. But afterwards Pep and Jürgen would meet. Time for Pep to carry off such a crazy feat. Here Jürgen, let's toast your amazing team. Thank you Pep, they're even better than it might seem. I thought we'd have a bit of red wine. From Spain, deep colour, tastes mighty fine. A look of terror spread across Jürgen's face. How could he excuse himself with grace? He could not let that wine touch his lip. Both knew if grape touched enamel, Liverpool's form would dip. But common courtesy meant he must have a drink. Maybe he'd be fine, even if his teeth turned pink. He took a taste and boy did it taste nice. Maybe this could be an acceptable vice. Pep looked on watching Jürgen like a hawk. The plan had worked, no need for much more talk. There was one last thing to say though, the final act of this particular show. Hey, Jürgen, I think you should spread the love with the old vino. And I know who would love it most, Roberto Firmino. And so Jürgen had a glass of red every night. Soon his teeth were not so bright. His players were soon on board, not a minute overdue. Rioja became shirt sponsors, Scarlet Kit Socks too. Firmino failed to score the rest of the season. The fans were mystified, they could not fathom the reason. They had the best keeper, full-backs and defenders, the greatest strikers, wide players and were tiny net spenders. One game it all became too much, Jürgen a man of fury sp- sprouting double dutch. He stormed down the touchline, jeered by all. A small boy boy came off worse, standing just four feet tall. Your team is rubbish, Klopp heard him shout. He propelled the boy right over the dugout. Fortunately, Liverpool still had VAR, a system that promised to take them far. But even that could not reverse the trend. For Klopp, it was clear he was nearing the end. For City, things were finally getting better, despite losing the genius of Mikel Arteta. At Arsenal, he'd already been labelled a fraud, most notably outside the ground by Troops and Claude. The whole setup branded the sham. Change needed blood, you get me fam. But this story has one final act, the last result of a manager's office pact. For the two rivals would meet once more, as the latter stages of the Champions League came to the fore. On the night it was men against boys, Kevin teasing their backline as his kid would tease his unwanted Christmas toys. Raheem put the ball top bins, Klopp shouting at the fourth official for his sins. City even had a full house, the away support quiet as a mouse. They had the biggest flags by far though, but by the end of the match little else to show. Back in the studio, Jamie Carragher mad as Neville tried to stifle a laugh. His rage resulted in gobbing on a young member of staff. With Graham soon as he tried to pick a fight, resulting in tweets the next day, apologetic and contrite. Soon as giving him a black eye or two and the odd bruise on nine, before planting a corner flag where the sun don't shine. City back where they belonged on top. Liverpool in the slump, flags packed away, dentures for Klopp. And so... The following Christmas, Pep was a man reborn. On top of the world, in his side, no longer a thorn. Once more, he was sleeping like a baby. Driving into work, managed to music blowing out. Definitely, maybe. 
Strolling into reception, happy as could be, his mojo back, he'd never felt more free. He told the woman behind the desk to take the day off, have some fun, perhaps some cocktails at trough. On the table he plonked down a ton of beer in a barrel. Enjoy yourself. It's Christmas, Carol. So Merry Christmas to you all from the gang at 9320. I hope Santa brings you presents aplenty. And however many lows the city may bring, there's still every cause to sing. The city is blue, the team will not implode. And you could support the rabble that play down the road. For however down that you may feel, at least for us, Ole ain't at the wheel. Merry Christmas everyone. The 9320 podcast is a brand ambassador for Vimto. Vimto, it's dead nice.